The Malaysian Formula One Grand Prix, the IndyCar's second round, all coming up today on Inside Motorsport. I hope you'll stay with us. The Malaysian Formula One Grand Prix saw the world champion Sebastian Vettel take his second victory of the year with Jensen Button finishing in second and Nick Heinfeld in third. Mark Webber, after a problem on the warm-up lap, recovered to finish in fourth position. Here's what the top three told the media following the event. Please welcome the top three finishers for the Petronas Malaysian Grand Prix. First for Red Bull Racing, Sebastian Vettel. Second for Vodafone McLaren Mercedes, Jensen Button. And third for Lotus Renault GP, Nick Heidfeld. Congratulations, Sebastian. Never an easy day at the office here in Malaysia, but as you told the team on the radio, I, I love coming to work, and when you take home the win, it's hardly surprising. Yeah, I guess. So, uh, not a great day. Obviously, uh, the start was very crucial. I had, a, I thought I had a really good start, and then, you know, I saw Lewis lining up behind me quickly, um, and then I was surprised going into turn one. All of a sudden, I saw something black in my mirrors, and uh, I knew it was uh, a Lotus. So then I realized it was Nick, and uh, obviously, for the first in, uh, I think it was a good thing to happen because I, you know, could pull away lap by lap. But um, still, I think the Grand Prix, Grand Prix was quite different to what we've seen <laughs> two weeks ago, especially with tyres going off. So um, yeah, you, on on the one side, you don't want to be first in because obviously, you know, the shorter you get, then obviously the more stops you might have to do in the end. On the other hand, if someone goes in, you know, obviously he has the advantage on new tyres and might undercut you. So uh, I think it was quite difficult and obviously it was tight um, with Lewis so I always had a couple of seconds in hand so we could control that but still you know uh, it was never never easy until the last last stint then obviously uh, Lewis had a problem I don't know what happened to him but then I realized Jensen was behind and I could comfortably uh, control the gap so yeah, obviously with not too many laps to go then uh, yeah it was quite good so uh, very pleased as I said I mean I love you know I love I love what I do and uh, I don't think I can be happier at this stage. So different to Australia, but in some respect, very much the same. Lap 29, you're told that you can't use curves. Did you know the problem and, and how much of a difference did it make to your car? And what were your feelings at the time? Yeah, I mean, obviously it was not according to plan, but um, then it was coming back. So, uh, yeah, it was a little bit on-off during the race. It's something we, we have to work on, but still, you know, never forget. Um, two weeks ago, obviously, we didn't race it at all. Today, it was very crucial at the start without curse again we would have been in a completely different position and the race would have unfolded in a different way so it was giving us you know what we needed and obviously uh, yeah a bit in a luxury situation being a little bit ahead and then uh, yeah we had obviously a little problem so we turned it off and then it went back on so um, still I think uh, coming here only 10 days overseas reacting the way we did uh, I think I'm we can be very proud of ourselves and uh, obviously you know we we can't stop pushing we've seen how close it is and uh, much closer here than in australia so that's how quickly things can change so we have to keep our heads cool and uh, keep working keep pushing but i'm not worried to be honest all the guys they know you know that this is the only way forward so uh, yeah for today i think we we all enjoy and uh, we can be very proud Jensen, congratulations to you. I, I would imagine you'll enjoy second place. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it was a, a really uh, confusing race in a way, um, understanding, you know, trying to understand the, the pit stops and um, whether it's worth looking after tyres or not. 
um, through the stints. So it was it was pretty tricky. And then uh, the last stint when we put the prime tyre on, um, the, tar the car came alive. And uh, I had so much more grip. And I, I had a feeling that the tyre the, the wasn't going to go the same way as the, as the soft tyre. And, yeah, my pace was much better in the last stint. So uh, a fun race, a couple of really good battles. Uh, happy to come away with the second. And, uh, you know, I had the team telling me uh, to sort of back it off and look after the tyres. Um, but in a race's mind, you want to push as hard as you can because you want to try and catch the leader. Even though it was it was it was not really on, you still got to give it a go. So uh, I had a lot of fun out there and uh, great to to get 18 points. Let's turn to yourself, Nick. Congratulations on your first podium. I think since Malaysia in 2009. So much happened in the middle of the race, but specifically, tell us about your start and then tell us how you managed to hang on to third place under under pressure from Mark at the end. Yeah, the start was fantastic. Good fun. I mean, in Australia, I already made up many positions on the start, but I didn't expect the same happening when starting from sixth rather than 18th or whatever it was in Australia and found myself actually fighting with uh, Sebastian, who I think watched me in the mirror and just paced himself to keep me behind. After that, I did the best I could, but obviously Sebastian was uh, quite a bit, bit quicker. Um, then in the first stint, there were some drops coming down, and I called the box to say that my tires were going off, and they said, um, stay out. There might be rain coming, so we don't want to do an extra pit stop. And then actually our first pit stop was not perfect. Lost uh, one or two positions there, and um, after there was a bit lucky with um, with um, Fernando, uh, who lost his front wing or damaged his front wing, had to do an, an extra pit stop. Had some good pace later on, especially on the prime tyres, uh, similar to the McLarens probably. And um, had to defend for, for Mark towards the end, who was, came flying by. But I think once he was behind me, his tyres also started to, to degrade. I used my curse just in the places where I needed to defend and great to, to come third, second, race second uh, podium for, for Lotus Renault. Uh, it's a great step forward from last season again. In the US, Will Power took a flag-to-flag -flag victory in the second round of the IZOD IndyCar Series. Australian-born New Zealander Scott Dixon coming home in second. Here's what Power and Dixon told Versus. It's one of the the most relaxing races I've ever had. You know, I've, uh, I was just really cruising, pushing very hard at the end. But man, for Verizon, Maya, Coke, Izod, Shell, and thank the fans for uh, such an awesome day. And um, very happy, very happy to get the Verizon 12 car up there. Awesome day. Were you aware that Scott wasn't very happy with one of those restarts? Was that relayed to you? Ah. Uh, I, I know he came up beside me and did something. I was like, what, dude? I mean, what was I doing wrong? I was just start, I was starting. I was maintaining speed, and I don't know what he was complaining about. About all the restarts, you know, we were told in the drivers' meeting that the left lane has to be left of the centre line. He was in the right of the centre line. You know, I was pretty much on the grass in some of those restarts. So, you know, we uh, I can understand why he was doing it. He was trying to keep on the, on the clean side of the track, but you can't have the inside and the clean side of the track. That's not how it works, but... You know, in the end, uh, I'm not sure we had enough. You know, we, we definitely tried, and I burnt the tyres off towards the end of that stint. Uh, we definitely had speed for about 15 or 20 laps, but uh, we came up short with the target team today, but uh, still a good result, especially with Dario coming through in the Clorox car. Uh, obviously, that was a hell of a run from 7th to 3rd. While we're overseas with Aussies doing well, Jeff Uren won his maiden UK Formula Ford event last weekend in Silverstone. A great drive for the youngster who is hoping to follow in the footsteps of Mark Webber. We look forward to seeing how he progresses throughout season 2011. In Target Tasmania news now, it's been run and won with Tony Quinn picking up his second consecutive Pure Tasmanian...
Pure Tasmania Modern Title. Quinn and Naomi Tillett in their 2009 Nissan GTR finishing ahead of the Subaru Impreza of Dean Herridge and Ben Searcy. Matthew Sims and Dennis Sims in another of the Nissan GTRs finished in third position with Jim Richards and Barry Oliver, perennial winners of this event, finishing back in sixth position. The Shannon's classic outright result went to Rex Broadbent and Chris Randall from Victoria in a 74 Porsche 911, whilst the Shannon's late classic handicap went to Dwayne and Paul Rogers. Not related, one from Victoria, one from New Zealand in another Porsche 911 Carrera 3.2. The Shannon's early classic handicap results saw Jack Waldron from Victoria and Vin Gregory from Victoria in a 1955 Fiat Abarth 750 take out the victory. The Pure Tasmania early modern results went to Blaise Paris and Rachel Krauss in a 1999 Mitsubishi Lancer Evolution 6. Whilst the Pure Tasmanian showroom result went to Brendan Reeves and Rhiannon Smith in a Mazda 3 MPS. The TMR performance four-wheel drive showroom result was Scott Millar from Queensland and Christine, also from Queensland in a 2008 Mitsubishi Lancer Evo 10. And in the Shannon's vintage rally, it was John Lawson and Andrew Lawson in a 1938 Alfa Romeo 6C that took out the victory there. Congratulations to all the Target Tasmania trophy winners and of course the plate winners as well that's all we have time for this week on inside motorsport until next time round keep smiling and bye for now inside motorsport is produced by thunder media for the community radio network